Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. This episode is brought to you by The Picard, the new weekly podcast after show to Star Trek Picard by Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and Keith Ruckus. Recaps, analyses, and theories every week. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Yeah. That's my other podcast. Yeah. I subscribe. It's good. That's good. You reviewed, too. I'm proud of you. You read my review. I did read your review. (laughs) Uh, We got our charts today, and we're in the top 100 in the united states for after shows we're ranked 81 that is hell yeah huge that's during bachelor season yeah right that's Our- where everyone has an after show to bachelor and we're ranked 81 yeah hell yeah that's a big deal i'm pretty happy about it i will ride dan benjamin's coattails wherever they may take me all right this was a big week for movies daniel yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna do our regular housekeeping ready for the reviews uh-huh no reviews no figures that's it ready for the mail yeah. There's no mail. Of course. Ready to check in with Brian? Yeah. Brian didn't even check oh, in this week. I think Brian Brian, Brian got sick of the show. He's like, all right, <laughs> stop fucking talking to me, dude. Not a single tweet from Brian. That's whatever. Fair. That's fair. Uh, but we're going to uh, keep it going with what Lefty John said we should do, and we're going to talk about box office mojo. Yeah. All right, top five this weekend. Number one. Mm-hmm. Uh Good that they're number one, but bad. How much money they made? Harley Quinn, or but, sorry, yeah, Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey, fantabulous emancipation of, of one, one Harley Quinn, Quinn. yeah, uh, which is no longer the title of that film. But we'll oh. get to that. Did we'll they get to that later. Repeat it. <laughs> they did live. Die. We'll get to that. That made thirty-three million dollars. Bad Boys for Life clinging on the number two with twelve million dollars. Nineteen Seventeen with nine point two million dollars. Do Little with six point five, oh, and Do Jumanji the next level. Yeah. All right. With 5.6. Uh, $33 million for Birds of Prey is bad. Ooh, yeah. They Sometimes had the, number one isn't a good thing. Yeah. We're going to touch more a lot on Birds of Prey this week, but I will say it had the worst DC opening, including Green Lantern. Ooh. It has done the absolute worst. Oh, that's a shame. I'm still going to see it because I think it looks fun. It is certified fresh. <laughs> I have not had a single person see Birds of Prey and tell me either online or in person. It is not amazing. I, I ran into uh, two local comics uh, uh-huh. when I was working sure. at the uh, at the theater as they were coming out. They had just seen Birds of Prey. And, and they loved, loved it. it. Yeah. Your voice sounds a little off. What's up? Oh, uh, so I've been sleeping off a maybe severe flu <laughs> for the last 21 we hours together. It might so. be flu? That sucks. <laughs> I'm usually the sick one, so I'll take it. I feel great. Yeah, I think this is the first time I've been like legit sick since I moved to Texas. I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> yeah. well, once every couple years. Is, you know. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. If it's real bad once every seven years, I'm, I'm good with it. Right. All right. Well, so the Super Bowl of movies happened. Yeah. This was Sunday. <laughs> and that is the Oscars, which I watched at a work function and was surrounded by movie lovers. And the most, and it was like a big old party. We, we brought them wings, pizza. <laughs> but the thing that people said the most often was, what 
<laughs> this was Robo's Art, the lowest uh, rated Oscars as far as ratings. Yeah. In a long time. Very weird shit happened. Like it's, that's, that's like the story every year. I think it's just people are giving less of a shit about it every right. year. I still don't understand why Eminem performed Lose Yourself. I love that he did it. <laughs> he did? Oh, did you not know that? No. Oh, you didn't see the Oscars? Okay, so they did all, they I talked about. I may import- have slept through them. <laughs> they, they talked about important. Um, soundtracks and did a montage of soundtracks and then they started playing lose yourself and he rose from the bottom of the stage with a, with a band and played but uh and as a sound engineer you might find this interesting definitely had some sort of fucking problem with his in-ear monitors mm. with his microphone he kept not saying every other like word for a while like he kept pointing to his ear uh people were into it for the most part it was funny like uh billy eilish seemed to really like not understand what was happening she just looked real weird yeah and then everyone keeps using this like picture of adina menzel to be like she's making a weird face for it but she's not making a weird face she's fucking bopping during, oh, and she's, she's singing she's along making a funk face yeah she's yeah. making a funk face because yeah. it's fucking lose yourself which is great yeah and like, she's also <laughs> in the back of her head as you know a professional broadway musician and actress like somebody fixes monitor yeah uh, I, was, uh, I, I used to have a, a CD mix back before iPods were a thing. Sure. <laughs> it's called Frozen Face Funk. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. It was funk that was so funky that when yeah. you listen to it, your face freezes. Yeah, we listened to it in your pink car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that, Max. Um, so, <laughs> other weird things. Uh, Janelle Monet came and did an open air, because uh, there's no host. She did an open air with a another musical number that was I'm I don't understand most of it a lot of it had to do with the movies that had come out uh there was a bunch of people in costumes for movies that were not nominated at all like there was us (laughs) costumes and midsummer costumes uh and at one point she was laying on her back in the aisle just going la 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 so did you do we think it was like hey for some of the minority things that didn't get nominated, <laughs> let's just uh, show some of their costumes and things. Or I mean, I guess, but I mean, like I... Midsummer is as white as you get in Scandinavia. Yeah, uh, she also started off by singing "Won't You Be My Neighbor" and then put her hat on Tom Hanks's head, which was cute. But oh. the whole thing. But I'll say this about the Janelle Monae thing: I've watched it on YouTube five times. <laughs> like it stuck with me because I cannot for the life of me figure it the fuck out <laughs> there were so many weird things uh joaquin phoenix won best director for joker unfortunately uh wait, wait say that again joaquin phoenix won best actor for joker there you go you said director yeah. <laughs> i was that's like what I that's not what <laughs> he was the director right uh so he won best actor for joker and he uh kind of kind of good kind of sad kind of interesting i like you know he would acceptance yeah. speech but yeah, like part of it, was, yeah. Part of it was about like uh, animal rights. Like, don't take, don't artificially inseminate a cow. Take her calf and then take the milk and put it in your cereal. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm all like, right. Yeah, all right. I'm kind of with. I'm like halfway with you. Yeah. Um. It was just up and That's down. Why, some why weird Ricky, shit. Ricky Gervais just got that shit out of the way in the opening monologue. Uh. Right. You know. <laughs> so. And the like, Oscars, you're all scumbags. Don't get on a fucking soapbox. Right, that, <laughs> that, and we, we needed that. Uh, 
And it's like they, you know, they brought back the hashtag Oscars so white and Oscars so male because it was a bunch of white men, mm-hmm. and they just kept making fun of it so much that like now it's not funny. Like, oh yeah, being self aware of your racism and misogyny is not enough. Yeah, it's it's worse to fix it. Yeah, yeah. And like, look, we've got a hundred black presenters, and look at all these women, and look at this. Yeah. And uh, my one of my favorite things is um, oh, uh, side note. So Natalie Portman wore this dress and the beads in the dress were the names of all the female directors that were snubbed this year. Oh, that's cool. Including Greta Gerwig, who yeah. Little Women was nominated for best movie, but not best director, which yeah, is absurd. Insane. Yeah. Um, but in the 2018 Golden Globes, she's also, he, she had said, uh, here are all the male nominees for the exact same category, but at the Golden Globes. Mm. So I like Natalie Portman a whole lot. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing was just a big fucking uh, train wreck, as it always is, mm. with the exception of the wonderful clean sweep of *Parasite* the movie yeah, yeah, by yeah. Uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yes, Bong Joon Ho. Uh, I wanted to see in preparation for this podcast, and fell ill and slept for twenty-one hours. Uh, <laughs> I specifically, because of Brian. <laughs> have seen two five, seven movies this week yeah. uh i saw parasite i saw jojo rabbit and yeah. every animated short that was nominated for oh, an oscar nice. <laughs> um it was the first time i ever cared about the shorts being nominated in oscars mm. and like had a dog in the fight and they yeah, picked I've, the right I've one i've always just assumed it was whatever opened to pixar movie uh <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is actually the uh, I think the Sony one one this year. The independent mm. ones were all very sad. No. <laughs> but it's all stop motion and it's all sad. Yeah. Um, but I loved Parasite. I thought it was more than a movie and more of an a more of an event. Mm. Uh, it was just it blew my fucking brains out, mm. and now I understand all the hype. And it's to- if if you're out there, go see it. Uh, I am incredibly disheartened by all the. Twitter racism, of course, as there will always be. Right, and it's like it's just fucking insane. And there was an uh a uh, red carpet in or not uh yeah red carpet interviewee outside the Oscars that had asked him at one point why did you decide to make the film in Korean? <laughs> and she asked this of the Korean director, yeah, who had made the film in Korea, yeah, with the Korean actors based on uh-huh. Korean uh social problems yeah and he just looked at her and looked at the translator and looked back at the interview like what the hell is he supposed to say like just let good art be good art i saw this (laughs) movie and i say it was the best movie of the year that's what i say i think like i like jojo rabbit but Mm -hmm. i think parasite's in a different league i I thought joker was interesting but i think parasite is in a different league i thought irishman was garbage i think Parasite is in a differently it's a different type of movie and it's worth seeing. Word. Even if you don't like foreign language films, which they changed the title of this year to international film, which I loved. Okay. Uh, you know, it's no oh, nice so that you can be like a British film or an Australian film. I like guess it's, it's just they got rid of foreign language film and now it's just called the best international film. Okay. I, I like that nice. too. Or I guess yeah, if uh, if another country decides to make their movie in English. Yeah, it's yeah, sure, it's still they, technically they got best international, international and best picture, Word. which again just goes on to say like how good this fucking movie is. Word. So we'll see that. Um, and the the last thing I'm gonna say about the actual Oscars is something I thought was funny at first, 
And then going back, I realized why it's fucked up. So mm. uh, James Corden and Rebel Wilson came out to uh, give the video effects mm. Oscar dressed as cats yeah. from cats. <laughs> and they're like, boy, do we know more than anything else how important it is for a movie to have good visual effects. Mm. But the problem is... For the most part, yeah. Cats had great visual effects. Yeah. It had a shitty story. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw the reaction from the video effects artist who worked on that movie, like Yeah, they're, they're just like, like, Hey, we're gonna throw us the fuck under the bus doing we world class work. Hours a week yeah. doing these like millions of individual hairs, something that's never been accomplished before. Like it looks yeah. like more textural than Lion yeah, the, King. The director decided that they didn't need to do visual effects prep work and just shot it like it was live action. Right. Which makes it way harder for the VFX teams. And then their company collapsed. Like that company closed oh, yeah. like a bunch of them. That's didn't happened get paid. a bunch of times. The the company that did the Life of Pi that yeah. like either one best movie or was nominated sure. for it right after that Oscars or they had already collapsed as a company yeah. when the Oscars happened. Right, so none of these guys bankrupt visual effects companies work crazy long hours and work super hard. Just uh, but then they didn't even get paid half the time yeah. just for these two to come out and be like, "Look, you fucked up and that's why this movie sucked." Yeah, and uh, James Corden, was, you know, weeks before was making jokes on his show. Like, I didn't even watch the movie because I knew it was bad, and that's not because of visual effects. That's because they made a bad fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, he was there for everything before the visual effects, and knew it was bad yeah. already. So fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, fuck you if yeah. you're a racist, and fuck you if you don't like visual effects artists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right, boo. Speaking of cats, the Razzie nominations came out. Oh boy! And they uh, nominated most with nine nominations. A uh, bunch of movies I haven't seen got Razzie nominations for the first time in history. It will be televised. This is the fortieth Razzie Awards, uh, which I thought I did not know it'd wow. been going on that long. It'll be out and oh, yeah. The nominees for worst picture are nineteen eighty. Yeah, the first one. God damn. I know, before we were born. Yeah. Uh, so, Cats, The Fanatic, which I really did want to see. That's the one that's directed by Fred Durst and starring John Travolta. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> the Haunting of Sharon Tate, which is interesting because it's kind of like a reverse. Once Upon a Time. Right. But yeah. But, you know, shittily done, obviously. Wow. A Medea Family Funeral and Rambo <laughs> Last Butt. Uh <laughs> Which is fair. I'm not going to read all the nominations, but Cats <laughs> Far and Away has the most. Yeah. So I'll watch the Razzies. I'm excited about it. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I think the Razzies should give Cats best visual effects. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Like Everything that. about else about this movie sucks, but well done visual effects, people. Yep. Because it does look incredible. Yeah, and like the parts that are not finished are not the far fall of the visual effects. It's whoever is in charge and said, fuck it, just put it out there. Yeah. Give them more time. All right, yeah. I'm going to stop getting angry about this. <laughs> or do the prep work so they can get it done. Right. In, the, <laughs> in time. All right, so now we're into actual movie news. Word. Uh, from the camp doing Mission Impossible 7 and 8 at the same time, <laughs> uh, they, they've been doing some on uh, site interviews with Chris McQuarrie, the writer-director, and he has said the following about Tom Cruise's upcoming stunts in these movies. Oh, boy. 
we figured out three obscene things that he's doing that I'm terrified of that make the helicopter chase and fallout look like Tinker Toys. Cruz is training and calls me and describes what he's doing and I laugh and I cheer and then I hang up and then I puke into a bucket. He's training quite <laughs> intensely right now. If you're not a big fan of the Mission Impossible uh, movies, which we talk about all the time, it's hard yeah. to keep them in line. He does one big stupid stunt. Yeah. Each one. It started with Mission Impossible 2 with him doing the slack line across yeah, yeah. two big buildings. Then he did the uh, the thing where he was attached to the airplane when it took off. And like that was yeah. like, the bit. And he also that, did like either climbing up or down one of the like tallest buildings in of dubai the world. Yeah. yeah i think that was three but i'm not sure yeah it was one of the mid to early ones the one where he the one right before fallout the one where he's attached to the airplane that was like the entire marketing for that movie is watch <laughs> yeah. tom cruise attached to an airplane as it takes off and watch him scream and he always <laughs> yeah. get not always but most of the time gets seriously hurt when he does these things yeah. but it's like the movies are still good and fun, which is like, I hate to give Tom Cruise credit for anything because of the awful fucking cult, but they're fun. Yeah. And like the helicopter scene, I didn't know he was actually flying these helicopters in the last one. It is a very intense scene. There's so much going on. Yeah. So like, I'm kind of sold on these movies just to see what he's weirdly I mean, doing. They, they gotta film them last, right? Like they I, gotta one do would the think. rest of the movie. And one then, like, would think. Let's hope he doesn't die. Sure. Like, <laughs> Or, like, at least get injured to the point where he can't keep. So that's what happened to Harrison Ford and why we got a different Force yeah. Awakens because the, the ramp of Falcon fell down yeah. on his leg. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, have you ever seen, like, or, like, if you're not looking for it, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's front teeth, he has one mm-hmm. middle tooth. Yes, he does. Which it, I guess is what it, makes I, him so symmetrical. It must. Yeah, it's, I noticed it once, and I, I can't unsee it. It's it's no, it's interesting. There's <laughs> yeah. one middle tooth. <laughs> yeah. If I had that kind of money, I might fix it. But you know, God bless him. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe it's him. like Trump's hair. It's like it's just it's his thing. It's his thing. <laughs> uh, Kevin Smith says on Twitter to someone that was kind of criticizing him that mm-hmm. Clerks Three takes place almost completely in uh, Quick Stop. Oh, nice. So as opposed to Clerks Two, which kind of branched out and was like. Yeah. The characters, but in other environments, he's going back to his roots. Yeah, well, three. at the end of two, they decided to buy the quick yes, stop. They buy it and they own it. Yeah, and it's like the the very last thing is like, you know what? You're not even supposed to be here today. Randall says to Dante. Yeah, but so I, I actually hope it's in black and white. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, I'd be down for that. But I, I'm excited for that. Yeah, they they teased a little bit in the reboot when I watched yeah. you know, the, the black and white characters in the color world. I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty delightful. That <laughs> like the actors themselves are, and in fact, it just black and white. Yeah, <laughs> they used color film. There just wasn't any color. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm gonna go back and talk about because uh, uh, Lefty John said, uh, not Lefty John. Brian said like they they don't even go to the movies. Let's talk about my movie going experience. Parasite, mm. I was glued to my seat the whole time. Mm. Jojo Rabbit, you were right. If I had any feeling left in my heart, yes, I would have cried during that movie. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it has some ups and some downs. Yeah, and again, like at no point am I bored during Jojo Rabbit. I thought mm. it was fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, when I saw the nominated shorts, there were some where I definitely could not wait for them to be over, mm. despite them being short films. Yeah. Uh, but the one that won uh, Hair Story uh, was absolutely the best one. Deserved to win. Nice. Those are my movie stories. Yeah. Because Brian wanted some. So Brian fucking tweet us back, dude. <laughs> uh, 
Doctor Strange news. Yeah. So it is rare because so Scott Derrickson, who's the co-writer and director of Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. uh, it's rare to hear from Cargill about it. So yeah. Cargill, friend of the show, I think he did episode three. I one, of the, so. one of the, one of the yeah. early episodes before I knew how to record. Mm-hmm. Still don't. <laughs> uh, co-writer Doctor Strange. He also did the uh, Insidious movies. He's fucking delightful. Mm-hmm. He is the person that took the picture of Elijah Wood on the scooter. Yes. If you've seen the meme of Elijah Wood on the scooter, it says one does not simply scoot no more. Uh, I just watched. Oh, who was it? Wasn't Seth Meyers? It was one of the late night shows where Elijah Wood was the guest. And they brought up that picture, and they kept showing him different memes from it. And Elijah starts <laughs> laughing. Elijah Wood has the creepiest fucking laugh I've ever heard of a human being. Apparently, he fingers animals, too. But that's neither here nor there. That's rumor. That's rumor. That, I, for legal departments. Allegedly. Elijah Wood allegedly fingers animals. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah I'll talk to Midsummer, dude, about that. I got nothing to do with that. Uh, Cargill's a great guy, but he tweeted this. Oh my god, let's, oh yeah. Since it keeps coming up on news site or news stories, it's worth noting that Scott and I never had the opportunity to write a draft of Multiverse of Madness. So whatever they're working on right now isn't derivative of our work. Hmm. I am of course excited to see where they take Steven next, says Cargill. Interesting. So although they left as writers, they yeah. had never at any point made a draft, which means the disagreements had to have been like from the outline overarching <laughs> yeah had to be such fundamental and i still think it has to do with them saying it's the first horror movie mm. and then them backtracking because i think that's how they sold it and then marvel went back and said scratch that you can't make a horror movie and they're like well then we're not gonna make one yeah that's my theory but hmm. there's other rumors i don't know if you if you'd have Ooh, hit me uh, had this coming up. Um, mm. There was rumors that Sam Raimi is yep. in talks to direct to direct that a a horror director. Yeah, so that so is very maybe that's Marvel coming back saying that's what that wasn't what the disagreements were about. We we want to make a horror movie. I think they want to do a horror tinged movie, and Derrickson and Cargo want to make a flat out R rated mm, horror movie. That's they wanted my to guess. do like a new mutant style. That was straight up horror. Raimi, I could see being like, yeah, well, you want to throw a little horror in there, whatever. Write my paycheck. Yeah, that's fair. The writer, because they have now pinged a new writer. Mm. Is going to be Michael Waldron, who is the Loki showrunner. Oh, which I like because involved he's involved with some dark shit. Yeah, yeah. so I feel like that, and, and because Loki is stuff. in a multiverse, yeah. right? So I thought that was kind of smart. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah. I also uh, I rewatched uh, Far From Home yesterday, mm. and I am convinced that they are going to erase everyone knowing Spider Man is Peter Parker using Wanda's powers. Yeah, I don't know how. I just, that's my gut feeling. It's like they cannot sustain the everyone knows a secret identity. Yeah. I think, what was it? Because he unmasked himself in the comics during the first Civil, Civil War. War. And then Doctor Strange was the one who erased. Oh, was he? I think Oh, he then was. they're probably going to do that. But I they have to erase was. it. They have yeah. to. All right. Uh, kind of a tangential to Marvel, uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Um, who, you know, he's. He's a little divisive because of his religious mm-hmm. 
feelings. He's a pious man. He is a pious man. He is, despite, you know, showing his dick on Parks and Rec and almost getting fired. <laughs> yeah. I guess he thinks that's funny. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Chris Pratt fan, but I'm not mm-hmm. a big, the biggest fan of Christianity. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. hardcore Orthodox. Yeah, I'm that on the same page. <laughs> Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he put out this video on Instagram, which is him showing kind of like his work office, which has like a different like every major project he's been on and he's like mm. singing the themes of each I was thinking singing everything is awesome <laughs> Jurassic World Parks and Rec he's singing all these Word. different themes um <laughs> and then slaps down this paper in the video that says Indivisible Productions and hmm. he says on his Instagram like on the write up of the of the post a musical sneak peek at all at the walls inside my office. So grateful for each step of this wonderful journey. I've started a company, Indivisible Productions. And then he goes on to say, One nation, under God, indivisible. He says, Our mission statement is to create entertaining content focusing on themes which will help to bridge the growing divide in our country and world. You know, make the world a better place. No biggie, you're welcome, but it's whatever. I really hope this is not like a Kevin Sorbo God is dead situation or God isn't dead situation. Yeah. Is he going is he going full Kurt Cameron? Right. That kind <laughs> of vein. So I don't know if you know about God isn't dead, but it was this movie yeah. that Kevin Sorbo made that's very Christian based and people that are hardcore Christians love it. Yeah. So there's Little that. Boy. Yeah. I don't we'll see. All right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm going with open eyes and open heart for him. I hope that this is not weird. Yeah. Just don't make it weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah, don't make it weird. I got nothing do, you want. Do what your mission statement is yeah. and make it appeal to everybody. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do a Christian movie, make it like Passion of Christ so at least we can enjoy it a little bit. Um, no, not for that reason. It was because it was a good movie, not because I want to see. No, that came off wrong. No, no, no. Because it wasn't. <coughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna shut up. All right, let's hop into this Harley Quinn Birds of Prey oh, stuff. Makes my head hurt. Sorry. Okay, so uh, in the last day or two, DC and Warner Brothers have reached out to all the movie theaters and said, "Please refer to this movie in all box office." And then they put out new marketing material. It's now called Harley Quinn: colon, Birds of Prey. Is the name of the movie now? Oh shit! Because okay. he's doing so poorly at the box office. And they're kind of banking on her because she's also in uh, Suicide Squad too. She's one of the few yeah. returning characters. Yeah, like they they need that brand to go really well. And I think they just thought like Harley Quinn, Joker, it's all gonna work out. Yeah, that was I think one of the the few criticisms that I actually saw about the movie was that it was more a Harley Quinn movie that was also like kind of setting up Birds of Prey. Director Kathy Yen says. A direct quote <laughs> This is not a Harley Quinn movie. <laughs> oh, all right. Fair uh, enough. And Wonder Brothers now says, You know what? This is absolutely a Harley Quinn movie because Harley Quinn sells that money. There yeah, was a piece I guess in, maybe that's just how they marketed it. Sure. There was a piece in Variety by a social media uh, analysis uh, uh, or analyze, analyzer <laughs> and uh, <laughs> box office analyzer. <laughs> and they both. Like had all these reasons for why this is a big swing and a big miss because it's already a niche character. Mm. Um, it's a it's a super niche team of a niche character, right? It's R rated, so like all the all the kids aren't going to be able to see it yeah. because after Joker, now the parents know 
don't because like Deadpool <laughs> parents take their kids to Deadpool yeah. parents don't give a shit they're like whatever yeah but. they're like it's supposed to be funny and right. super violent like, Joker we, we know was what we're getting into not funny no and it's not supposed to be so everyone lost their shit mm-hmm. when kids were t- when they were like taking their kids and wanting their money to- so now they kind of learn their lesson on these R-rated comic book movies yeah uh, and it's just it's stylized very bizarrely despite the fact that it's a good movie mm. it just is not your regular blockbuster i wonder how logan got past that yeah because nobody really freaked out about it maybe because wolverine was such a known character that they were like hey guys this is r rated sure this is gnarly as fuck don't bring your kids <laughs> yeah maybe they just got word out beforehand but again like it was just hyper violent so people could still bring their kids to that one like, they're mm. so desensitized to the violence the fact that joker dealt with mental illness and social issues yeah but was also kind of an incel movie <laughs> yeah. uh you know it just it, it wasn't for everyone yeah moving on to more dc news shazam 2 Mm-hmm. Is being filmed at the same time as Black Adam. Okay. And they are the the DC camp is they're both starting filming in July. They're still dead fast saying they are not overlapping in the movies, saying oh. that we're not. Like we said this previously that uh, the Rock said they're establishing Shazam as his own thing, and like I'm the big bad, so I'm like the final thing. You're not gonna yeah, he'll see be in me. the post credits. Uh, yeah, it's like you're not gonna see me until Shazam three, probably a post credit in Shazam two because I thought I'm kind of thinking it's bullshit. I'm kind of thinking they're saying this, yeah. But then he's gonna be more involved, in, or vice versa, or we'll see yeah, a lot more Shazam. Adam movie is Shazam two part two. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I think that this is more than coincidence. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I have a feeling. Yeah, it'll be like shazam shazam the kandak wars or something Something. (laughs) and then uh suicide suicide squad two set photos are already being leaked uh Mm. showing a long-haired half black half red-haired uh harley quinn okay that's it so she's definitely one of the main characters of that which i'm wondering if they'll like it happens before this movie because in the trailer she cuts off her long hair because she's pissed at Joker. I think it's or this maybe is probably just way to after. Grow, yeah, go back. Yeah, maybe it's or a DC just doesn't give a shit about that kind of continuity. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but you know, whatever. Uh, do yourselves a favor. Go see this movie. You know, support it. Support yeah. female directors. Support uh, female-led movies. Like yeah. you can just very much see the. Di- and so I saw and, a great. And yeah, and again. Almost, almost even most importantly, it's a good movie. Right. <laughs> Everybody we've talked to Certified says it's great. Certified fucking fresh. <laughs> yeah. Also, someone pointed out, like, you can tell it's a female directing movie because, like, uh, her breasts aren't, like, a foot away from her body. Like, they didn't pat <laughs> yeah. her bra. She's not wearing, like, conspicuously torn clothes. Like, it, yeah. everyone's just comfortable in what they're wearing. Yeah, she's not wearing basically a... What is a glorified speedo and fishnets? Like, sure, yeah. Like they're going back to the roots of the character. Uh, You just support it. Just spend the ten bucks, (laughs) go to the movie, and then come out so pleasantly fucking surprised because it was that good. Yeah, yeah. There's that. I'm gonna see it this week. Yeah. There's that. You got anything, Dad? Um, I think that's all I got. I think the Sam Raimi thing was the only thing I had to uh, expound on. And uh, you know if you're if you're watching Star Trek Picard, <laughs> go download the Picard podcast by Dan yeah. Benjamin Hattiecook and Keith Ruckus, because it's really good. Yeah, and it's it high is. ranked, and it's uh, I keep cursing in it, 
<laughs> and they have to and he, I can see Dan Benjamin's face when I do it he just gets so angry cause he's like I have to go edit this now and I don't want to spend my busy day editing your stupid fucking diarrhea mouth but in, in a in a in a look that's what he puts out alright thank you Dan Richardson our co-host for being here thank you so much to everyone listening please 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 review us on iTunes if you're so inclined email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions concerns or criticisms or find us on Facebook at 5x5 with the movies for some fresh as fuck memes thank you Dan Benjamin Hattie Cook and the entire 5x5 network we'll see you next week with another 5x5 of the movies roll credits